0: Welcome to Bad Dads Film Review, the podcast where a group of dads try to escape the horrors of their domestic lives by watching and reviewing movies and then churning out a podcast about them, a task we're about as qualified for as a hamster is to perform brain surgery. This week, we'll be discussing the catchily title, top five most or least accurate representations of professions or hobbies in movies or TV. We'll be talking about how Hollywood portrays doctors, lawyers, hackers, astronauts, serial killers and the Welsh... (laughs) Those are that's all hobbies, right? And how realistic or ridiculous they are. After that, we'll be moving on to this week's review, the 2017 Lynn Ramsey and Wackin Phoenix collaboration, You Were Never Really Here, a film about a traumatised veteran who rescues pre-adolescent girls from sex trafficking paedophiles using a hammer, a heartwarming tale of redemption, friendship and DIY. Uh, Finishing us off this week is Netflix's Gymnastics Academy, A Second Chance, a show about a bunch of teenage girls who flip and twist their way to glory. And bad dad Peter said he couldn't be here with us tonight because he's binge watching all three series of the (laughs) leotard clad kids show all by himself. All that's left to do is introduce the dads, who are actually here and have nothing better to do with their lives and listen to me insult them. Starting with prehistoric Dan, he's watched more movies than he has brain cells left. Next up is Eye Candy Chris from Romania, of course, a country famous for vampires, corruption and gymnasts, I think.
1: Yes, which, which that is correct, actually. You yeah. might know a little bit about that. For yeah, I know, 20- I know. It, it is perfect. The first perfect 10 yeah. in Com- history. Uh, I think seventy 17- Nadia Comaneci, yeah, in seventy. Yeah. 17- Two or 77, something yeah. like that, and one of them. Didn't you
2: have a rivalry with someone
1: else? Oh, do you know what? A lot be. of
2: the moves that she performed—I'm really into my <laughs> '70s years. gymnast. Yeah—are uh, forbidden now. That
0: it's far too dangerous. I watched a routine on Twitter. I think. It yeah, there was the a Russian lady that they did. do one where they they pivot round the, the death spin. I it's think it's called. You're you're not allowed to do that anymore. No, no. this no. was dying. the one on the bars. You know, with the on bars, the, parallel, bars, yeah, yeah. the parallel bars. Yeah, parallel bars. Yeah, she was doing some crazy fucking flips and catches and all yeah. that shit. And finally, of course, there's sidey about to embark on his solo project, sharing his experiences of pruning the borders of obedient chicken poultry farming in his new podcast, Submissive Cock Edging.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm amazed you were able to do that with a straight fan. That sounds good.
2: (laughs) Hello. Yeah.
0: Hi.
1: And this is also Riggs. Hi, Riggs.
0: We've lost Dan temporarily. have has we'll been somewhat
2: without him from the man cave. Yeah, he's what has been away and so, hasn't watched anything. It was also
1: tri- their birthday weekends.
2: Yes, it was Dan and his good lady wife's birthday, so they went away together. Yeah. Yeah. They went to Liverpool. Yeah, we did a top five last week. We did. Do you remember? It was about golf. Yeah. And yes, I was late putting the plea out but we have had some submissions since then so should I run you through yeah Uh, Darren Leithley says that he thinks one of the early Guy Ritchie films has hapless lowlifes hanging upside down while someone is taking pot shots at them that's true because we mentioned it on the pod ourselves yeah Um, Ritchie had just watched the insanely average film on Disney Plus called Vacation Friends had a golf scene in the mask one of the bad guys hits a golf ball Mm. from the mouth of the main bad guy and his mouth bleeds question mark Mm. I'd imagine it would if you take a divot and final scene of the wrong guy underrated 90s comedy ends at a crazy golf course oh Um, you like crazy golf I find I get a bit competitive at it
1: yeah (laughs) But, but are you any good at it no one is. Oh, okay. is Game of well, there yeah. is there are the those idiots who play like in the Crazy Golf World Cup and all that, where it's really serious. right. Okay, but that's not. But, but I just quite like
0: it. It's a bit. Of a which laugh. one is
1: the difference? Because uh, over here, I've we got the two. There's like Crazy Golf, and there's the one that's a bit more windy, and that's got a
0: slightly different name. It's like
1: I know, but I, I can't adventure. remember. Adventure
0: Golf, maybe. Yeah. But
1: okay, yeah. Um, is it,
0: it's
2: Rocco's Crazy Golf, and this is going to get us started on our, our radio advert medley. <laughs> Mm. Do you remember that we were obsessed with them the other week? Yeah. Don't just do it, do it with style <laughs> Style windows. Anyway, this is Rocco's <laughs> one. We also have Happy Gilmore. And Late Shout was... It's from Beaver, who's been away. Yeah. He apologises for his absence, and he talks about I Am Legend, which yes. Chris, yeah. Chris, Chris would cancel. Uh, yeah. be me too. He does uh, it off the ship, does what and balls He's off doing that whilst doing radio announcements, saying where he can be mm. found. And... Oh, how did I oh, i've i actually been on how that did i not get this i love beaver love you forever for this one at simpsons it's the one with the video game Impala. Oh. lee carvalho's putting challenge yeah in. <laughs> yeah. in end of story yeah. lee carvalho is going you have on. selected <laughs> power drive yeah amazing that's yeah. in. yeah but did you watch anything this week weeks other than homework
0: uh, just ploughing on with Severance stays just weird. Hang so, on, is that the Adam? Yeah. Thing? Okay. Yeah. I've only watched Andrew it. Scott, is it or Adam Scott? It's something the, Scott. I know, yeah. It's the Disney Apple Plus series. Yeah. 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 Corporate stuff.
1: Yeah. Okay. I watched a documentary called Untold about doping. Right. Jeff Nowitzki who worked for the for the IRS and later for USADA, who was also named nicknamed the Golden <laughs> Snitch he was he discovered the case of Marion Jones Tim Montgomery right. and there's this guy Victor Conte which is the same like Antonio Conte yeah. uh, his surname and he was the one that basically gave the the clear which is a steroid substance substance to all these athletes and uh, Tim Montgomery, who was uh, the world's fastest man, and all these things. And Marion Jones was the world's fastest woman, hundred meter sprinters, and uh, Barry Bonds in baseball. And
2: I mean, his was ridiculous. His head is like tripled. Yes. size. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it was. It, it, to be fair, it's a, it's an hour and a bit, hour and ten minutes or something, hour and twenty minutes. It's actually quite interesting because. I like sports. I don't know much about baseball. And initially, I thought, why are these people taking steroids? Because, but but then obviously, if if you move a, a split second faster, then yeah. you're gonna hit the ball. You're gonna hit it faster, stronger, all that stuff. And there's a lot of money in it. So I think what? his because um, did he ever get caught bonds or was it just
2: after he retired? Yeah, because I think his when he broke the record for the home runs they they put an asterisk by. It. Yes, got, I think it was. Yeah. so... but
1: so their weird. argument was that. The the guy before him was I think Maguire or yeah. something like that. He was apparently so. It's the same in a way. The story is pretty much the same, like cycling.
2: Isn't it like computer viruses where the the you know
1: the tracking is always behind?
2: Yes. So the, the, I think everyone's on stuff. Well,
1: that's that's the argument that this guy makes. He's like, well, when when I went to Tim Montgomery and I told him, I was like, listen, the difference is. If you look at the top eight, there's eight people running in the hundred meters sprint, mm. and he's like, out of all these eight people, when you do it naturally, you finish fourth, mm. fifth. Out of all these eight people, six of them are on steroids. Yeah. If you want to be the best and yeah. win,
0: you have to dope.
1: This he's like, I didn't tell him to <laughs> do it. Yeah, I just told him everyone else is on it. Yeah, so it's very similar to cycling. It really interesting. The guy, the guy, and it's, it's quite funny because the guy never actually says that he gave steroids to anyone. He says, I gave steroids to Riggs, who is the trainer for Marion Jones. Yeah. I gave to steroids him, does, to it? that guy. And he's like, I don't know who he gave it to. And you think, I, okay, I, Allegedly gave
0: it to him. Yeah. No, like, not,
1: just, just say, so, I don't know. Just Anyway, it was it yeah. was good, though. It was good. And and I, I didn't know much about it, but I I remember all these names. And I all do these have big a pretty names.
2: cynical sort of viewpoint on elite athletes now i think probably quite a lot of them are, are doing something yeah knowingly or unknowingly i just do think that maybe that's yeah, well
1: it, tim montgomery makes a, a a very powerful quote and a very powerful statement that he said in order to beat the world record i just want to be at the top of the mountain that means you're the fastest man on the planet mm. for that title i'm willing to die which i couldn't believe he actually said it but he did and he was like i don't care what the consequences for taking this stuff that you give me Mm. if you're going to take me there I'll take it. Mm. It doesn't matter what. But then
0: is who's saying Bolt? Is he clean? I think it's
1: as far as we know. Everybody seems, he hasn't failed a test. He's, he's never, never failed the test, so he's, he's like seen, streets, so he's streets
0: clean. ahead of everybody else. So was he was should, because he's retired now.
1: Yeah, but, okay, but, but it's still, but it's the same. It used to be the same with that. the cycling rigs mm. when they did redid all the tests that Lance Armstrong won six Tour de France in a row and he never tested positive. Mm. But then when when they redone the tests with the technology that was ten years later. Up until number 39, from 1 to 39, mm. all of them were on steroids or on EPO or on some substance. Yeah. So then if everyone's doing it, yeah, does that... See, I cycled at the weekend. And Did I... you take any steroids? No, but I always think
2: about it, right? So mm. I'm going up a hill and I think, if I'd had an EPO blood transfusion, it, <laughs> would it make any difference to me? <laughs> mm. uh, it probably no, would. Like, wouldn't. It wouldn't, Bec- not for me.
1: Apparently, because apparently, what the, have you seen the documentary about Lance Armstrong? Yes, what they one s- the they said uh, not <clears throat> not the I can't remember which one anyway. One of them was I think it was the Lance Armstrong saying or, or one of his teammates said that you would hear guys at three in the morning when in during the Tour de France that they would go on a half an hour cycle because they couldn't control their body because there was so much oxygen in their blood oh, really? yeah. that they had three o'clock in the morning and they would go on the bike for another two hundred fifty kilometers or two hundred kilometers the, oh, at ten want, in the I don't morning. I want to do that, Jesus. But anyway. But th- that's I've seen that. Sorry, everyone's yeah. on drugs. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry,
2: did you see <clears throat> the reaction of Ryan Gosling when his song yeah won? Yeah, so my miss hadn't seen that, so I was showing her that his. It's sort of nonplussed, kind like, of fuck. Am I going to have to sing this at the Oscars? Mm. Sort of, um, and <clears throat> so after that, we had a, a, a taste for Ryan Gosling. So we watched All Good Things, okay, where he is possibly a murderer. Um, it's one of those stories where the wife. Uh, goes missing um, what's that one? The, TV. The, it's, uh, it's in the, the ether you can just find it ether, yeah. uh, I, I think it was actually on Prime um, so yeah he's um, kind of a violent um, not guilty of anything uh, uh, that we've He's never charged, mm. but his wife goes missing, and it's you know heavily implied that he had probably killed her. Right? Okay. Um, so it was, it was all right. His wife was Kirsten Dunst, though, and I really don't like her. Yeah, I, so don't, you like either, you. I don't I don't know why. She, she... I was okay with it, but she did get she's got her boobs out. Mm, oh, that... I didn't know that she had ever done that. I so was well surprised.
0: I still don't like her.
2: At least that, if anything else, yeah. yeah I'm basically, not a fan. out
0: in Spider Man, weren't they in the
1: in the rain? Yeah, yeah. I guess she's dead now, anyway. In really,
0: cursed and danced
2: in the film.
1: Really. Oh right, yeah. okay. I've watched the sorry, Riggs. I've watched the movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it's fairly shit. But it was with Julia Roberts and Josh Clooney, and they go to Bali. The Peacemaker, yeah. the bomb one. No, it's to do with. It's I a romantic. Oh, the one. romantic. Yeah, oh, the recent one. It's, it's okay, fairly really. recent. and it's it's. Oh, I was thinking Nicole Kidman. Not I Yeah, Yeah, okay. I know the one you mean. I can't remember. The, I can't remember the name to tell you, but I did watch it because. Kira was not really well. It I felt thought,
2: like Clooney hadn't made a movie for ages and then he made he that. He does goes, that,
1: yeah. And it's yeah. honestly, it, it's not. And it, I don't know, I was really disappointed because I, I knew it's going to be like a romantic film, whatever. But I was really disappointed because I've never been to Bali and everybody says really amazing and all that stuff. And I thought, right, well, these idiots are going there. At least mm. I'm going to see some really nice scenery and they're going to do some really nice cool beaches or it's a temple. It's, it's mostly like you can see that it's like fake rainforest. So they probably just. It's just, yeah, it's a something. Yeah, honestly, it's, yeah, I, was, I wasn't I was impressed with it. So if anyone watched it and liked it, well done because it's not great.
2: Right. Uh, we've been prattling off for ages. Should we cr- um, yeah, let's crack just on with the top five? Crack on yeah. With five? Yeah, top five. I really don't know if Dan's going to get involved with this at all,
0: but
3: let's
2: no. just
0: do this. It, what was the. Theme most or least accurate representations of professions or hobbies. Any particular motivation for this? All three, robocop? all yeah. Robocop, I've got on my list. Okay. Um, the most
2: accurate representation of a robotic,
0: I think it's an, a very inaccurate representation of what it's like to be a police officer, but a very authentic representation of what it's like to be a robocop. So it fits both categories. Okay, yeah, that's good. Mm. Well,
2: is that your opening gamut then, I suppose? Yeah, go with
0: that to start with. Sure, why not?
2: I kind of split mine between good representation and bad, and then I got bored of the good ones because bad (laughs) ones are just more fun. And then I I just split them by profession. Yeah. So I think one of the bad ones, I would say, would be archaeology yeah specifically indiana jones yeah because i think there's probably a lot more classroom and sort of lecture work, and then the occasional lesson field- planning yes and the occasional field trip with a brush where you very very carefully brush yes an artifact or a bone or something like that. that's more paleontology but but you know it's much but more handling
0: sedate. yeah but hand, uh, handling you know treasured objects and stuff would be less whips and yeah. you know
2: um nazis and stuff like that and more sort of studious
0: paperwork uh, a lot of paperwork yeah i feel like that's yeah how it goes down yeah
1: yeah i agree i agree chris you got anything i've got carpenter yeah a guy called dean prophet we've reviewed (laughs) (laughs) yeah we reviewed the movie not further than last week and it was a great movie excellent movie did Kira uh, listen to the episode? She did. Yeah, she's just giggling. She's oh, like, okay. "This is yeah." To be fair, she, she, even when I told her, I, like, I don't think I'm anyone was impressed with your choice. She's like, "What? Not, <laughs> that's not. There's nothing to do with that." She's like, "I don't see it like that." Yeah. So, so she didn't really see it as a firelighting or whatever. She's just like, "It's a 80s movie that is funny." Yeah, it is that um, as well. But anyway, so so, so that, she she thought it was quite funny the whole the whole thing. But yeah, that was a. It was a semi-accurate carpenter. portrayal of a carpenter because mm. there is a stereotype, I and mean, I have quite a few friends that are carpenters here, mm. and they they kind of like to have a drink. Some of them have few kids from different women. They they wear tank tops. Do, yeah. they, do they? They like to show their nipples. I don't think they. The they I don't. I've yeah. never seen anyone showing their nipples in that way. So I'll. I'll, I'll I only I'll, stand at like that at work now
0: his work was <laughs> his work was very professional as well so what are we going for very authentic carpenter then
1: yeah well yeah. He, he did uh he did uh a, a, also have a friend who i'm not gonna name who has a business here that he turned it like he, it's like a wedding things that you can wedding i don't even know how to say entertainment that you can do at a wedding mm. and he built all these kind of things i'm not gonna give too many details
2: portable uh, putters
1: Yes, but he also shagged the lady boy in Thailand. Okay, Uh, and and there is a picture, (laughs) (laughs) and there's there's a picture of him and the so-called and the named lady boy, very intimate. So, so yeah, that's all that happened. Yeah, so yeah, all that happened in real life, and he 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 didn't make you know the shoe rack to turn inside out, but he done some things, maybe regrettable things. In that case, it's a very
2: very accurate portrayal because. He is a carpenter. Yeah. And he's made crazy golf stuff.
1: Which, yes. That's, what I, mean. that's <laughs> wow. what I mean. He's done crazy it's golf exactly stuff. Exactly the wow. plot. It's exactly the plot of Overboard. Yeah, okay. So then yeah. you with can't... more Lady Boys though. Yeah, he, yeah, there's no Lady Boys in Overboard, but yeah.
0: Back. Brilliant. Brilliant. Who's it? Me? Yeah. How about some scientists? You ever seen the 2004 Shane Carruthers movie Primer? Yes. He I have. wrote, directed, produced, edited, cinematographized, and scored and co-starred in it for seven thousand dollars. It tells the at times almost completely incomprehensible story of the accidental uh, accidental creation of the ability to time travel to the past. Mm. But it has this like depiction of a major scientific breakthrough as a sort of almost accidental byproduct of mm. researching into something else, and the research is conducted by some really authentic looking nerds and geeks, and it's got really convincing. But completely obtuse scientific dialogue, so that one goes in as being authentic for me. As does *The Martian*. Yeah, you see that, Ridley Scott. The book was really good, and it presents this series of. It's about a astronaut Watney, Mark Watney, who gets left on the planet Mars after a mission goes wrong, and what he does to survive over many months. Yeah, grows potatoes, and so the novel presents like a series of these challenges, and he overcomes them, and it's all within. A certain amount of plausibility that you know it has to be stretched but if you can imagine this stuff and he mm. you know it was so well researched and it was all using technology that nasa are developing right now so that's a good one less um sort of authentic i've got anything with a that michael bay did that had a scientist in it or roland emmerich
2: just chucked on a lab coat
0: yeah yeah. Mostly they're either sort of imbeciles to be laughed at or like impossible action heroes like Dr. Alan Grant in Jurassic Park or Dennis Quaid's character in The Day After Tomorrow. So like That's, that's scientist for you. Accountancy, because I am one.
2: Mm. That's what I do for a living, whatever that means. And there's various... Kind of tropes, I guess you can have the sort of weedy, nerdy looking guys, a couple of those. Yeah. One who's actually quite a good accountant, a very good accountant, is the guy in the Untouchables, mm-hmm. who's used to follow the money, follow the money, like using the ledgers to that. But he's horribly, horribly murdered in the lift. And then, similarly nerdy, but not as good an accountant, is Rick Moranis in Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, although I think he is very good, he's just um
0: overly concerned with tax write offs and deductibles. Even though you do your own tax returns, which you shouldn't do. He says to Dana as he's trying to ask her out on a date. Yes.
2: Uh, and then a slightly different
0: take is Ben Affleck
2: in The, the Accountant. Accountant mm. that's not the kind of accountancy I do.
0: He was more autistic killer, wasn't yes, he? Yes, he's a guy yeah. for hire, yeah. Yeah. I quite yeah. liked that movie. I, I don't just really watching, yeah. enjoy what it was trying to say about, you know, people with disabilities having the magic ability to kill people. They, but won't, they won't be bothered about offing people. Yeah. Because, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, but I did quite like that. And um, it was nice to see an accountant not just being a fucking useless geek. Yeah. So, yeah. It's sometimes good, frequently not so great.
1: Yeah. Nice. Um. I mean.
2: Oh, sorry. And Tim R- um, Robinson Shawshank is a kind of banker slash accountant. Oh, uses, yeah. He uses his. Accountancy superpowers to launder money and, and set up his life outside of Shawshank.
0: Yeah. yeah, and he helps the prison warden out as well. Yeah, doesn't he move some money? Well, that's he, one-time He sets him up as being a money
1: launderer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually segues really nice into my next. It's a couple of. I think I'm pretty sure they're trust office. I don't even know trust people. Yeah, they work in trust. I think the the movie call is called The Laundromat. And it's Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas. I don't know if you've seen that. Mm. If oh. you haven't, it's he, about the Panama Papers. It's the Panama, but yeah, yeah. And it's it's really good and it's really funny. And Gary Oldman speaks with a, I think it's Hungarian accent, right, or something like that. And it's it's a funny enough. Carol works in trust, and she said she actually when she was at a bank here, she used to work with that company. Oh, really so that's a real case w- with a company from panama and they portray a real de- they actually tell you how to hide money through a trust it's really really good i was going to nominate it for the pod actually it's it's, it's a really oh, good yeah. movie uh, i would
2: be into that it's what we do for a living but yeah
1: yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know how much money you launder, you launder, or launder but that was, I can't remember their, their names in the movies, but it's it's a duo of Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas, and the movie's called The Laundromat, and it's about the Panama Papers. I think it's Cossack Fonseca or something like that. Cossack Fonseca, yeah. The, the name of the company yeah. is is really, it's a really good movie, and it's a really accurate depiction of how they used to do it obviously now this highly regulated Then is you would know more than that but it's i think it's really good shout from me yeah
0: well graphic designers it doesn't really get portrayed very often in movies but when it does extremely complicated tasks are just done with a click of a button and you know instead of fiddling around with shit they just you know pop it in and done yeah. straight away we watched one hour photo recently that had a graphic designer, of the guy and he did exactly that on a really bad yeah, yeah. chair in his thing uh, the police we already talked about robocop but did you ever see end of watch that no. was david ayres one with jake gillenhall and michael Pena as uh, two cops in la and following them it's sort of both as professionals and on the, in their private lives as they sort of get drawn into this activity with a gang the cartel and and Hall, I really like, and he's great in it, but it's actually Michael Pena who's the standout because he's really Pena? Pena?
1: Pena. 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 Penis.
0: He's mm. it, yeah. he's the one because he he's pretty funny in like Ant-Man and stuff like that. And he's really good in this as a completely like more thoughtful character in a sort of kind of half-decent action movie, which also had a terrific ending. Some other good co-ops were the wire. Ed Burns and David Simons look at Baltimore
4: and the effects of the drug. Uh, yeah, I've, I've still not seen yeah. that. I've watched like one episode, and I know there's like seasons of it. but seasons, I would yeah. I would like to get into it because it's been talked about here, and you, I know you've each raved season about examines a few times. some
0: element of the system in Baltimore yeah. and shows how it like perpetuates the cycles of self destruction. So yeah, it's that's brilliant. We I don't did, need to I, bang on
2: about I that one. Googled it this sort of topic to see Mm. what would come up and I found a thread where people were talking about this and how that it, just specifically the dynamic of the police departments,
0: it was so fucking like bang on. Yeah. You know, people who'd been in that world saying, yeah, this is like, Scary. And the heartbreakingly authentic fourth yeah. season in the kids' school and the dockings one as well. And probably less authentic Brooklyn Nine Nine, although it does do the sort of power dynamics and the sort of racial and um sexual tensions that there are, I guess. Um police squad, not so much. Um and the naked gun, I guess, also perhaps yeah. not as authentic as some other shows about policing.
2: Um what about lawyers? And courtroom stuff in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like if you've got a realistic depiction, it'd probably be fairly dull mm. for a movie. So we quite often get... Well, exceedingly technical it would be. Yeah. No one wants to sit through that. So we quite often you will get the judge banging the gavel for mm-hmm. a bit of dramatic effect or yeah. the lawyer, everything just getting really bombastic. I'm thinking of A Few Good Men where it's screaming and shouty and Legally Blonde where you
0: get... It's a lot um, of screaming of objection yeah yes those yeah. Of trips,
2: i think i can't i don't know if there's a really but like, accurate
0: there
1: is one. one there's two i think but my f- cousin Vinny. that one really yes it's a very accurate even know
2: what even the bit in the wire is
1: you is say hard. that but my cousin Vinny apparently and i've i, I rarely read about top fives and mm. whatever i do i just think not very hard as you can clearly tell but apparently in law school in america yeah they're at, at a certain level they show clips of cousin vinny for certain things that are basic uh, as a basic training for that kind of uh, lawyer oh, to, to, go. to show go. what they it can be shown in court and how you can turn around words and stuff like that. I can't remember exactly what the, the wording they Joe Pesci's School of Apparently, Lawyers. Apparently, <laughs> my cousin Vinnie is actually a, a good Oh, well, there you go. A good Who representation. Knew? And also, the one that I had was George Clooney and Michael Clayton, which that was a, a really... Love that film. Pardon? I love that film. Yeah, Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. And, and that's a, a good depiction of a lawyer that kind of... Because normally they all have a, a stigma of they'll do anything for money but he doesn't do anything for money. He does the right thing, let's yeah. say. So it's kind of breaks down the. Uh, have, have you
4: mentioned every kind of sp- football sports movie? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cause right? that is
1: a, a terrible
4: normal. I'm thinking when Saturday comes mm. gold, gold, all oh, of those that yeah. they're just clearly they, they're actors that have never played yeah. football before. Mm-hmm. And it's, escape to victory yeah you could well they actually had some players but even the footage it of that he wasn't too authentic, even the though. footage of that they couldn't make look good and that was actual sort of professional footballers world Pelé, cup winners right? and stuff yeah and uh, yeah even his overhead kick looked a bit dodgy you know you just thought what you can do surely better than this but they never seem to represent any kind of sports at a i would say american level. football, there's been, a, american football is is probably the the strongest one um and there's been some good boxing movies my mind has gone completely blank well on there, the other on the other side then yeah you, you think ball or something would would no have right. some good fight scenes and choreography and but yeah the the football one certainly sean bean when saturday comes mm. and goal mm. that's a hard one yeah
1: yeah. Oh, is it me again? I've got uh, the 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 depiction of professors. Yeah, and I've got the best one, which I thought was the best one. It's not the best one, but I like the movie, and it's a movie with Johnny Depp, and it's actually called The Professor, and he's a terminally ill. He finds out he's he, his wife is uh, shagging the school principal where he works, and he finds out that he's terminally ill, mm. and then he just starts shagging everyone and anything, and he starts smoking weed with the students and he, some students end up sucking him in his office, a guy student as well. And then they go out to have a beer and he teaches in the bar and then he goes and shags the waitress and, oh, it's brilliant. It's it's really sounds a lot of sex. Yeah, it's a lot of sex and it's Johnny Depp and he's...
2: And so that's an authentic...
1: Yes, really authentic, obviously. Yeah. As as you can imagine. That is the best... (laughs) description of a teacher that i could think of yeah i'm sure there's others but that is clearly really authentic i couldn't think of well in of weird science that
0: guy one of the bikers at the end when they've been humiliated walks off and says oh you know i wouldn't want to get fired from my teaching job doesn't he so maybe that's a slightly less authentic teacher
3: mm. yeah or more maybe i've
0: got some doctors yeah doctor strange I'm going for quite not authentic there because even so. with his hands a bit fucked up, he still is able to walk after a really massive car accident. Um Also yeah. he's got the power the magic powers. Yeah, yeah that That's, is also Doctor a bit, Octopus. Yeah. Doctor Octopus for, yeah. for similar reasons. Yeah. Really? His, his name was Octo Octavius. I mean what else was he? I know. Become? What else was exactly? Uh human centipede? Um depiction of centipedes. Uh well. Yeah. And humans. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how authentic that was, but most accurate, in fact, so accurate it became real, was Contagion. Steven yes. Soderbergh's 2011 thriller about the spread of a novel and lethal airborne virus from China, which travels, travels the globe and kills Gwyneth Paltrow. So that one was so realistic, it they made it actually happen. So yeah. that was good. I've got one more good one
2: and one more bad one. Sex in the City. Yeah. Carrie Bradshaw lives in New York City, exists by writing a bi-weekly advice column mm. in a magazine. I'm calling bullshit. It's just not authentic. There's no way. <laughs> Was that twice a week or every two weeks? Every two weeks. Every, once every fortnight. Mm. It's just no, it's no way. And it's fucking nonsense. But a good one is Chef, because yeah. I yes. really heart that movie. And they had Chef Roy Choi on as the Super, you know, creative consultant or whatever, yeah. and he said he would only
0: sign on if they would do the the chefy stuff absolutely authentically mm-hmm. to how it happens. In the kitchen. I've got to go with the bear actually as well, and particularly the penultimate episode of the second season when he goes into that. Anybody's watched it when he goes into that high end restaurant, cousin, cuz, and he goes and learns it's amazing. Yeah.
2: I was thinking of the cheese the grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. Yes, they do, and then they show it in the credits, you know. And the and cuba everything.
0: cubana it's, is yeah, it that they make?
2: Yeah, so that was very authentic.
4: Mm. Did you do barman? No. no. Because they don't sit around listening to your problems all day, do they? <laughs> or just kind of wiping glasses and, <laughs> and waiting. They they tend to EastEnders has got
0: quite an authentic portrayal mm. of bar people, I would say.
4: Yeah, maybe maybe more than than some of the films, but yeah they they often will just be ignoring you while you were sat at the bar not 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 chatting to you and yeah. saying how's your day been and putting another Didn't drink down during <clears> the long <throat> you've pause. done your time
0: behind the bar Chris
4: what
1: <laughs> yeah
0: what, what any movies that feel authentic to you uh asked everybody <laughs> me,
1: I've never watched it all right don't bother well i create ugly. Uh, that would have been, been a good bar if, <laughs> yeah. if, if, if it existed, but... It
2: does exist in Vegas, yeah. Does it? Yeah, uh, like uh, a, a Vegas version.
1: Okay, I don't know, I've I've not been to Vegas and I didn't really look into it, but mm. uh, to be fair, I didn't really... Uh, yeah, there's, there's rarely a really focus on bartenders in movies. I would say probably Cocktail, although I've only heard of it, I've never even watched the trailer, because the, the guy makes cocktails and he's mm. the star of the show. There's a, there's a little bit of a focus in the the actual movie about Studio 54, where the the guy that does the bar, he kind of becomes a celebrity in New York, and he shags this woman, and then she, he shags Salma Hayek, which is a great scene, and all that stuff, but generally in movies there's more the like dan said the bartenders are there as a as a side as a third person as when people are chatting can i have another one top this one up they're washing the they're polishing the glass and just kind of or they're there to, there be... to
0: dispense mo- nuggets of wisdom at, at mm-hmm. m- moments that are needed in the yeah it, it's
1: not really a, a, a and especially not in the sense of um pub Mm. related what we have in in the uk where yeah. i think the closest one is or a good one is when the guy pours a pint for vinnie jones in snatch and then he kind of pours just half there's these guys with a gun and he just pours half a guinness and then he hides and that's the only thing you can do really but you we, we don't have even in the british movies you don't really have actions in pubs and bartenders and that so it's not really happening i, I don't think the only one I've got as a, uh, my last one, and I'm going to shut up, is uh, a description of snipers. Yeah. And it's because there's quite a few of them. There's, I think, it's, is it American Sniper? Yeah. With Bradley Cooper, Cooper the story of Chris Kyle, who was a real guy and he it's based on a real story and everything. There's another movie called Shooter. Yeah, uh, with, with Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yeah. And, and that's another one that th- th- it's a real description in, in terms of, in that one, especially because he describes how he shoots and he calculates yeah. the curvature of the earth.
0: I read the book of that one as well. And Did it's you got do? quite a good little twist because right at the end, he's getting done in court, isn't he? And all yeah. that stuff. And he's like, oh, if you just examine that rifle, you'll find it hasn't got the firing pin in it because. So they, they when they confiscated his rifle, he was already ahead of them, and he would taken right. the firing pin out, and he couldn't have taken the shot that they accused him of. And blah blah blah, it was great.
1: <laughs> but again, it's it's a it's a. <laughs> I think these two are. There's been loads of movies about snipers and people mm. shooting from distance, and who could have taken that shot and or all that. And enemy at the, the Gates, the other as well.
2: sniper through the eye and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. So so yeah, uh, yeah. Enemy at the Gates was was another one. So but those ones I thought they were quite yeah, accurate. Good. Apparently, even from actual military people's point of view rather than just me thinking about it
4: Mm. and and uh, you've probably mentioned archaeology and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. more more like the dig than indiana jones and crashing through the jungles and stuff
2: should we go over to the interwebs yeah darren leathley He's really on his top five recently, isn't he? He's seen the beekeeper, and he says the beekeeper is actually pretty accurate in the couple of minutes of intense beekeeping action. Okay. Um, before the many more minutes of intense stave kicking, ass kicking action. <laughs> Least accurate, almost anything featuring computer programming. Of yeah. Some kind. Yeah. Uh, not just because it seems unfeasibly exciting. Uh, there's, there's never any process documentation. <laughs> no. Tedious meetings or tedious meetings about meetings.
0: Everything's run on a terminal as yeah. well. There are no. Good- for anything, you just run everything directly on a black and green terminal. And Beaver wants to shout out for Bradley kipper in Burnt, who's another
2: good representation of a chef. And his favourite is Jeremy Renner in the Hurt Locker. Absolutely
0: class bomb disposal reenactment, he thinks. Mmm. Yeah. Okay. Controversial though, because he's a bit of an edgelord in that film, isn't he, Jeremy Renner? I know they have the the disassembling moments disassembling yeah. <laughs> moments that are good
1: but he well does Beaver works with fireworks so he, he probably knows he
0: what, works with fireworks so he'll be well placed to tell us whether that is an I, uh, ID a, a good or bad representation of bomb yeah. Disposal do let us know
1: Beaver he did, he did, did tell us about the Hurt Locker yeah oh and he says it is yeah yes no, yeah, he, said, he uh-huh. said it so that's why he's in the he's in the know yeah, no, that was no, quick right. okay, well then
0: it's okay, kind of I the think, same
2: thing right. you know yeah. Afghanistan yeah Saint-Obil. yeah yeah no I'd buy, that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd buy that
1: wedding fireworks Iraq yeah uh, right so what are we going to put in or have you got any more well yeah just probably what I'll put in
0: okay right uh, Chris what are you putting in
1: um let me see let me see let me see Johnny Depp the prof- actually no I'm going to put the duo of Gary Oldman and Banderas in the laundromat Definitely.
3: Okay.
4: I'll add in When Saturday Comes. I don't think we've had Mm -hmm. that in before. It was Sean Bean in a terrible football
0: movie. I'm going to go with, before he started picking fights with transgender people online, Graham Linehan wrote The IT Crowd. And I think it is probably still the most accurate representation of what it is like to work in IT. Silicon Valley? I haven't seen it. Oh, that's really good. Um, I'm, I'd never mentioned the music industry, but um,
2: of finding stars and blah blah blah. Um, but a accurate bit of music industry stuff is uh, Christopher Walken as Bruce Dickinson. Um, he needs some more cowbell. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going with that. Nice. And then we'll summon something else from the from the nominations online.
0: I was hoping also that we would rank all of the other things we're watching this week for their authenticity slash. Whether they're most or least accurate representations of what it's like to be well we've know, done, things. very cop. Yeah. I, so I, well, I the watched the
4: Hunger year. Games, and I imagine in a, you know in a dystopian future where children are brought to be killed, that'd be quite accurate. Mm. Yeah, M- maybe it's just around the corner. I think
2: right, onwards and downwards.
1: Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review.
0: We had the. Um, is,
1: Oh it, confectionery wise.
2: Yeah.
0: It how, how would you yeah. pronounce that? Reglis. Oh, all right, okay.
4: I, I wonder if we can yeah, I like that. The the reg, it's, like a, had, it's like a it's like a kiss. No, they don't look like I would want from to eat
2: them. Francais, right? Um Yeah, reglis.
0: Well, but what's this here as well though? We've got sans sucre. Yeah, but well, we've also got sweet
4: here I'll, as well. I wonder how close we can get to to confectionery with our names on it. They might um, do Belgian and then Flemish. If it's we Flandish find a side and- I, I don't think I'd to do it, that. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
2: Would <laughs> you count licorice as a sweet?
4: Red, Red licorice. You don't, do you? Cuz you're Red, you're sick I'm it. Dead against it. Red I'm against licorice I would, and I yeah, don't mind some licorice, but I'm like, not sure an I'd an like that.
2: Like a blackjack. Yeah, I, I do uh, a blackjack. i not even on... Like, licorice all sorts, especially those rancid ones that have, like, the hundreds of thousands on them. Ugh. No, mm-hmm. I was more... Sick. I like the, I like
4: the them, red actually. the red do Yeah, but
0: I do.
2: You've been wrong all these years. We've too. also got the leftovers... Of we've got the Dumle we've got the the Fudge but that that went in record time when we got here but the chocolate orange disc things are still here yeah the well the scum in. went quick because the scum Dan doesn't like chocolate so that was always going to be a survivor
4: yeah there was a, a few things that I didn't really and enjoy as much mixed
2: nuts I think or was it just cashew nuts it was
4: just cashews cashews so that's nice and <laughs> we
2: got
0: some strawberries in balsamic vinegar and yeah we've <laughs> yeah, got some haddock flavoured chocolate how many of that? some tuna in Nutella yeah.
2: And that segues very nicely into this week's
0: movie, Mm. which is called
2: You Were Never Really Here. Yeah.
0: A little bit in the vein of I'm No Longer Here that we watched on the pod and other similarly titled. It was called A Beautiful Day in France and Germany. Germany, yeah. Which she says to him right at the very end. So, yeah.
4: At least it is a line of dialogue in the movie. I don't know that it was that beautiful a day. But anyway, we'll get into it. Mm. I didn't see this. So I'm interested to hear what it's all about. Who's in it? Um, it's got whacking Phoenix in it, looking unlike
0: you've seen him look in many a movie. He's much more heavy set. He's got a great big beard that's sort of greying. and He looks he quite was stacked homeless. as well. He's quite big. Do you remember when
2: he and- was pretending to be mental? He was going around talk shows and just being yeah. completely bizarre. So it was that this sort of period, I think. Mm. He, so he did that film, which turned like Casey Affleck, yeah. sort of mockumentary it turned out to be. And then I think this was the next film. So he still had that kind of quite disheveled... Appearance, but he's looking big. When he, and then when you compare him to his
0: Joker appearance, fucking hell, it's
2: like yeah.
3: night and day. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um,
0: so, yeah. And it opens with him sort of attempting to suffocate himself with a plastic bag. One of many suicidal ideations that he's going to do throughout the movie before it cuts to some sort of a bleak stuff that fills you in. I think basically, it's cleaning, a hammer, isn't it? cleaning a hammer. He's got a photograph of a young girl. It's a real um, fest, this then. Yeah, you. I mean, yeah. a hammer hasn't been used in this way since we watched Denzel. The, do equalizer. It? I mean, the equalizer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he cleans himself up. And as he leaves, I think there's a. He's sort of accosted by maybe a mugger in an alley. I don't know. The storytelling is sometimes quite elliptical or. It's a lot of flashbacks that you,
2: you're not expecting them. They kind of can't kind of crop up Yeah, out of times, sequence. And they're like quite
0: jarring. Yeah. But yeah, he does. He gets accosted. He just fucking headbutts the guy and walks yeah. off. And I think the guy is. You we picked concentrate on the, wrong fella. on the aftermath. He's left puking in the street. So there's already this like veneer of realism about the violence as well and so i mean pretty early on you get a sense of who he is as he goes back to his mother's you'll see a flashing shot of his military service but yeah there's also flashbacks that show him in afghanistan that show him in the fbi in a swat team i I thought but in the wikipedia thing it says fbi
2: um that and that's where the name comes from of going into places and not leaving a trace. You were never really here. Didn't, so you, doesn't leave any evidence of himself yeah. behind. And he uh, does I that see. in the start. He's in a motel, isn't he? When, when yeah. he gets,
1: he, he's putting stuff in a bag in a bin bag, chucks that away. You know, he's, he, he wants to leave go. on the front door. The front yeah. door, there's police cars. He goes to the back, says the fire alarm, and then as he's trying to walk, this guy tries to mug him. He heads about him, and then he leaves, and then he calls the guy to say, yeah. tell him the girl's on her way" or he sh- something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then and then he goes home to. His mother is, is it Cincinnati or, or he was in Cincinnati and he goes to wherever he's from? That's right. And then he goes to his mother. Visits, and sees his mother, she's
0: pretending to be dead whilst watching Psycho, <laughs> which is Asleep. <laughs> no, great... uh, I don't know. I no, think I she's she was, pretending she, to be dead because she, she loves him, him about him afterwards. So it's like this immediately authentic. Trail of, of yeah. it. Well, it's no, it's their relationship is sort of, you know, dark humor it's complicated he has to look after her because and she sort of still sees him as a sort of grown-up like stoner sort of son even though really what he is is a really troubled veteran who rescues girls from sex trafficking organizations and uh, yeah so you see him bathing her as well while he throws a knife at his foot and a whole load of other stuff that's really actually quite an authentic and lovely portrayal of his son and his mother
4: right yeah
0: but also yeah more of those flashbacks we see him giving a candy bar to a kid through a fence while on service in afghanistan and then later that kid being shot just as he can see him through the
1: fence we see Because of that so some other kid shoots him to steal that chocolate bar
0: yeah and we see a storage unit full of of dead women that he encountered while he was in the swat days and we see him in a cupboard or a Is it like a closet with a bag over his head um, while his father savagely beats his mother Mm. in the uh, kitchen? So really mega, mega.
4: I'm I'm just trying to think. So he's got all these skills that he's picked up in the army and everything. And he's obviously got all this trauma as well. But he's kind of using that then to take it out on these sex traffickers or is he just
2: pretty like severe suicidal tendencies yeah so he's kind of like well if i die i die well i
4: suppose if you're going up against these people who are obviously badass
2: apart from apart from caring for his mother he really has nothing yeah Yeah. he has
0: nothing to lose okay Uh, yeah yeah. then he goes to see that guy he will get something yeah he get his, his he does go to see his handler chelsea handler angel yeah angel yeah he's been seen though i said i think the guy that's seen him mm. is his is angel's son his son
2: yeah and he says well, they know where you live now yeah
0: he's very pissed off that the son has seen him because he saw him while he was out and asked his father about him didn't he
2: yeah
1: he says your family will be at
2: risk yeah because you know who and I then
1: he's like him. i won't use you anymore he gives him some more money because that's how he deals with the cases of missing women yeah. or missing girls he someone calls angel and angels calls him yeah. just so he doesn't go directly but then after he decides to not deal with angel anymore he goes directly to this guy in his well
0: office. not this guy the wires john doman the guy who's the angel police Rose. captain yeah. that they find him in a gay club yeah. in one of the seasons yeah. great so yeah he goes to meet who really is the guy who's actually running the operations and he tells him of a new Job for him, which is to recover the daughter of a senator. She has been taken to one of these underage sex boards. Clubs. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a
2: brothel for, you know, like an Epstein thing where just rich people bang underage kids.
0: And he's right. going to pay him fifty thousand dollars to return. So what we've got is really the setup of many B movie action things, where we've got a troubled, troubled veteran with a mysterious past and a given heart a, of gold, a heart of gold, yeah. but given a, a death give, wish. Well, given a reason to live by a young girl, in like Leon and yeah. the Transporter and loads of other movies where that sort of thing happens. Oh, but, those B-, B movies? I thought they were well brilliant. action movies. Just more like uh, what I mean is like a template for an action movie that you've seen a yeah. hundred thousand times yes, yeah, yeah, but yeah, really yeah. being done through a sort of arty lens and focusing much more on how traumatized and damaged he is than the beatings he's going to hand out
2: yeah and so he basically very quickly establishes where she will be mm. and the violence in this particular sequence is basically shown from cctv footage so yeah he he gets someone outside pulls him into his car and it just says just fucking be honest with me how many how many guards are in there and the guy sort of doesn't want to say, he's like, just fucking tell me. He's like, there's two guards. Where are they? Blah, blah, blah. So he, he's he got the layout. And he kind of like so intimidating. This guy does tell him. And so he goes into the place and you see the then it cuts to just CCTV cameras and just he's got a hammer. And it's, you don't hear it or really, but you just see whack, whack. And they will be just a body down goes through the next corridor, fucking whack, whack, you know, these guys down. Then he'll yep. burst into a room, drags one of the fucking perverts out, fucking whack, you've got MC, gone. hammer, hammer time. Then he finds yeah. the girl. Yeah.
0: Even though it is very violent, most of the violence happens by implication or yeah. slight, or just off screen. Um, and then later
2: on, so he he finds the girl, and she's sort of like obviously horribly traumatised,
0: and but just quiet and still. She's not... Mm out. he carries she's her calm. out on her on his shoulder like a piggyback. yeah so, yeah more like that so isn't the... it and then he has to put her down and tell her to look away while he confronts another and fucking but horribly sh- she doesn't <laughs> <laughs> she's seen enough
4: yeah, so you don't, her, you don't really see the violence, so it's it's all right for the kids. This well, yes, she, yeah.
2: he walks past and there's like a corpse of someone like he's horribly murdered with a fucking hammer. Yeah, and you just see the aftermath, or you see it happen, but from a CCTV, so it's not grainy footage, yeah, graphic, yeah. like Robocop violence. This is more not subtle. It's not subtle at
1: all, but it's just not. But it's so not, not explicit, yeah. so yeah. so you don't see it as a, like a horror movie where they show you no, a grotesque things that it's, yeah. it's quite yeah. you see it happens it, very quickly yeah, there's a complete
0: yeah, lack right. of style about it yeah. and like I say it happens a and lot of it is, off
1: screen or
2: not you don't see it quite she is obviously like horribly traumatized and just sort of almost catatonic in a way she's just mm. sat, sat there just barely. The well morning.
3: he takes
0: her back to a motel doesn't yeah. he and she like tries to kiss him and it's like a really horrible yeah. little because you're like oh no and he's like no i don't want that and then on TV, they see that her father has committed suicide. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and as you get that bit of information, then their room is stormed by. Um, oh no! Links. The guy knocks.
1: There's a knock on the door, and yeah. there's the receptionist. Oh yeah, that's right. Who gets shot Th- in the throat? Is it through the in the back of the head? But yeah. when they shoot him, they shoot him in the they shoot him in the face. Yeah, that's through, right. Yeah, through the through, through him. The, him the and- guys called. They if your Clark Phoenix gets shot in the face. Yeah, like in his cheek. And then the the guy, there's and basically there's two police officers that come in and one of them takes the girl, the other one's like, he's here, we got the girl and he, he one of them leaves and there's a police officer standing there with him. And then he just goes, oh, listen, man, I'm just a gun for hire, I know what you're doing. And then he attacks the police officer, yeah. beats him. He
2: kind of shoves the he's coffee got a table or something him. yeah he's he got blood
1: and brains like all
2: over
0: his face from that other guy and they, they
2: kind of again it, the kind of camera pans away and i think maybe you see it by a mirror yes and he there's a few gunshots the and strangles him yeah
1: to death there well there's a mirror on the ceiling on right. the above the bed so you kind of see yeah through that it's almost when he pushes the table the camera kind of goes up and you see through an angle rather than directly everything that happens. He strangles the guy, and then he goes out through the fire exit. And then... Well, then
0: then he's starting to catch up with the people around him that he does know. First, uh, John Dorman from The Wire, his handler, he goes there, but he's dead. And then he finds out... But that's out- a brutal <coughs> scene, though. Oh, it's horrible, yeah. When,
1: when he, because first he goes to his house. He tries calling, tries calling, tries calling, doesn't find him, goes to his house, wanders around with a knife, feeds the cat, and then goes to to his office and in the office you can see that he had his palms on the mm. like his hands on the tortured. desk and you could see that it was torture because yeah. there was actually holes i think it probably
2: knife through each hand in his
1: hands and the, whatever yeah. really brutal and then he carries on and he he sees the that he through the papers that he that are in the office in the guy's office he sees the address of angel yeah and then he realizes angel knows where he lives yeah so then he, instead of going to see Angel, he just goes straight to his house.
0: Yes. And angel, so an angel and his son have been knocked off as well. So th- they all, those were the two from the beginning. Yeah. And of course, we know mother. the worst is to yeah. come when he goes to, to visit his uh, mother. And so, uh, this is a great, but a really great scene. There's two guys there, that which he
1: takes down pretty quickly, well, he finds two he shots. He goes <clears throat> from the tops. I kind of think he goes from the roof or something. He goes first... In the bedroom where he's upstairs, yeah. and he finds his mother with a pillow on top of her head. Oh yes, and a, she's been and shot in the bullet executed through, yeah. uh, through the eye, yeah. and it's yeah. like
0: he takes the pillow away, so he knows what's happened. And then when he hears a, a
1: somebody a noise, walking something downstairs, downstairs
0: yeah. he he, t- he dispatches them both with just like brutal efficiency. This time with a handgun two shots is all it takes but then in a truly remarkable scene that i uh, meant to understand was improvised yeah. um he sits with the guy as he well he does some half-hearted attempts to get some information out of him and then he sits and holds his hand and sings a song sing, with him yeah. as he dies um just a great scene an absolutely brilliant scene i thought i the don't know what says, anybody else thought the but, guy
1: says that the girl is his favorite yeah that's why he, i know he says what's going on where is she and he goes governor williams
2: yeah they trade they trade the girls but but that's his favorite that's his favorite favorite. yeah Yeah, it's fucking
0: great so it's a trail of corruption a bit again like sin city the hartigan story and that that leads upwards to you know through the political powers up um,
2: who is it it's one of the governors yeah Governor yeah he's running did.
0: this sex ring yeah um, but he's got to deal with mum first um, well he he takes her down to the lake and then fills did. his own pockets with stones like he fills her she's wrapped up in a in a bin bag bin. and weighted down with stones and then fills his own pockets with stones and goes to commit suicide along with her but then he has a vision of Nina the girl and she inspires him to Get carry on yeah. to come out and attack more people with a hammer <laughs> no she gives him the reason to live and he puts all of the pieces together and tracks
1: it down to pretty quickly to governor williams's house so well, he follows them he comes out from a house or something yeah in, in town and then he just follows them and just walks through the back in the woods somewhere mm. in the sticks and he walks to the back really nice house mm. swimming pool all yeah, that yeah. stuff and then it's actually a really nice scene because i, I thought it was really cool because with this one is one of them that is is almost like doesn't show you anything it just shows him walking and then yeah. there's a body yeah <laughs> just behind him as he wa- you can just see him walking past and there's him in, in the distance yeah. and then someone on the floor it's and great. then he walks to another room and then someone else on the floor yeah. <laughs> with a hole in their head or something it's it's really really cool and then
0: but by the time he gets up to the bedroom room, the bedroom where Nina will be the governor is already dead, having had his throat slashed by Nina using a, a shaver. Th- a straight, a straight razor. razor wasn't it? Yeah. But
2: well, we don't know that it's her at first. We just see Oh the no, guy, that's the right. guy is dead and it's a brutal fucking slap. Real yeah. you know, he's obviously been killed and but it's very it's graphic. There's it, a big know, open wound big in his neck, pile of blood, and he goes downstairs. Yeah, and she's just sat eating with her hands at the dinner table. <laughs> she's covered, covered in covered blood. By the plates covered in blood, and you just look, and the fucking thing is there, and you're like, "Fuck, she's
3: fucking." Yeah, that Sh- guy. she's the one that yeah, did it. Yeah. 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 yeah,
2: and she again is just totally calm. It's just well, obviously completely shock. desensitized yeah. and in massive shock, and you
1: know. Well, it's also I found this this part I found really strange because he goes there and he he finds the body of the governor with his uh, s- s- throat sliced but then he has a complete meltdown and takes his shirt off yeah but well, he thinks uh, he thinks right, she's, she's been dead yeah, yeah. yeah i know but it, it's just i, I kept waiting to, for her to come fr- uh, from under the bed because yeah. in yeah, it, yeah. throughout the movie he it shows him hiding either under the bed or in a closet yeah, 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 while went, yeah. his his mm. dad was beating on his mom so i just thought right she Someone killed the killed the guy, or she's dead, or she's hiding, and she's coming out from. The, and I thought, What he's gonna take. His. I could see that she's done it. I could
2: uh, see, I couldn't. I uh, didn't know what to because the movie is so fucking all me, over the really place. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, well it is because, it, it, and I didn't know that she had done it uh, really at all. And and I thought he's just like she. Probably, she maybe she's dead, and he's just fucking lost it because the one reason he's carrying on is fucking gone. So he's yeah. in bits. Um, but she's not, she's there and he kind of has to deal with her in, in the state that she's in. And that, so the next, so basically at this point is where my missus joins in watching it. Right. And that they well, it's only a few minutes left. Yeah. Then. And they go off, I think, so she thinks she saw this bit and then they go off and they're in a diner. They're going to get themselves cleaned up and they go out and it's kind of like, well, fuck, what do we do next? You know? And they're just sitting there, in this weird fucking relationship that they've Again, got. Again,
0: it's like the ending to another number of, you know, it's so reminiscent of other movies that you've seen just the man and the girl that you see so kind of liner characters.
4: She goes together. off to the bathroom
0: and he takes out a gun and just blows his head off it's in the so restaurant. It's So graphic. So, and there's blood everywhere, absolutely it's everywhere. Just,
2: it's just, so he's in the booth camera is like 90 degrees side on and you just go bang like really quick just gets the gun bang fucking that everywhere like all over the ta- and then you realize it's a it's a it's a hallucination it, or a dream or whatever because the waitress comes on and just gives him the the, the, ticket, bill. the bill yeah and you're like oh
3: thank fuck yeah <laughs> but that's that's <laughs> then, what's going through his and she, mind yeah, in any yeah, moment yeah, exactly comes back
2: from the loo and she just prods him he's just like slumped on the table like, like just you know fucking i don't know well, that, just exhausted or whatever, but he's not. He hasn't shot.
0: Yeah, they, they often. And then she
4: says to him, "We should go.
0: It's a beautiful day."
4: Yeah, and right. And it ends Cause they they often talk about you know those decisions being just very fleet of moment, like yeah. it
1: just passing. And mm. you know, it's yeah. it, it if that had happen, been so. the
0: ending of the film, it wouldn't have surprised me. No.
1: If yeah, exactly. I was them. exactly the same. And then, but then you see the waitress with all her blood and everybody kind of acts normal. Reacts. No one reacts. No, no, no one, one reacts. Either. Everybody acts normal. And then happening. the waitress walks past and she's like, here's your check. And it's like, right, okay, something's oh, yeah. wrong here. Yeah.
2: But that's it, and that's it's just the end. it just like carries on with the okay. diner sort of in okay. the background. So you what we it? haven't
0: got across is it's a great performance. Even if you didn't enjoy the movie, I'm sure you'd like the performance from Whack in Phoenix, who's like just doing something completely different from what you've well, seen. It sounds do like before. a really heavy
4: it's, kind
1: of part to on. play yeah. and it's uh, filmed quite dark. There's loads of rain, there's not really much sunshine. Not many laughs. the
0: storytelling is purposefully oblique sometimes but that's fine it's part of the experience of it and but not so much that it's like distracting or you can't piece what's together it's more that some of it is dreamlike like it is but you know i really really liked the the center of it the relationship between this man and this and his mother being a great relationship that you can really enjoy and then just like the sort of Oh, and the score's really good. Johnny Greenwood, it starts off all like drivey with synths and stuff and then becomes like cacophonously loud by the end. So
2: Yeah, it's I wouldn't say that I loved the film in terms of what you know, what I got out of it enjoyment wise. It's very impressive in terms of the performance and, and the way
4: that it's made. Hard to say that I loved it. Mm. Um, it's a difficult subject matter to really very, sort of enjoy like isn't visceral, it if, the yeah.
2: violence is very full-on and the subject matter is obviously very dark and very difficult
0: well it? i like the way that it's subject matter that you have seen before though in other movies but it's and portrayed in, in a completely different way and in the news yeah but portrayed in a way you know through but through it being a little bit more arty i guess in a way that makes you feel it more a of a more.
4: character kind of well it's represent- less about
0: his heroism and more about how fucked up he is So, yeah, yeah i really like this one it was good
1: yeah i yeah i enjoyed it i enjoyed it i have to say i've enjoyed talking about it i
2: probably would maybe watch it again mm. uh, i found it quite hard going it's only 89
0: minutes so it was, I-
1: it was that was the thing i was gonna say it's you once it starts you don't you don't really ha- have time to look on your phone or you, you just kind of watch it you you want him to kill everyone yeah really they're so awful the people so yeah so so, so that kind of and and he does and then in the end okay his mom dies but then he straight shoots everyone else and then he he kind of goes on this mission and and then it's to be fair the ending i thought in in a way was probably more accurate to the film that he would actually shoot himself maybe he did
0: maybe the other bit didn't happen who knows
1: but yeah it was it was i wouldn't rush to watch it again but it was interesting to Glad see you and, and really it. really different
0: yeah. that scene where he holds the guy's hand I'll be thinking about that for ages because it was a great little movie cinema yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah strong recommend
4: okay McKay, yeah yeah strong recommend
0: did you catch gymnastics academy i've of never chance? seen any of this one, i, I have i
4: haven't seen uh, you'll have to tell me right from the top. No, you'll have to watch it. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Is, is it right? okay? Let me. Listen I had a to feeling
2: it. that when I was watching it, that it was
4: probably only going
2: to be myself and Rigs.
4: The, yeah the, right okay yeah well and and what I, did I'd, you think I'd about it I
0: chanced across it I mentioned last week when I was
2: flicking through trying to find something for last week something I, yeah. I sort of flagged it in my head that that might be a good one to yeah. watch yeah
0: ha- my eldest has been watching this This is
4: a thing you watch in your house
0: she's yeah. buried this one yeah and I sat down on Sunday morning to watch it with her so I wouldn't feel like a weirdo watching 14 year olds um prance about in leotards
4: so I did yeah you watch it late at night on your own
2: exactly that. yeah
4: week. okay and and so what, what what's the premise? So the basic what, premise is
0: our hero or heroine. Are they allowed to be heroines anymore? Or are they still heroes? It's a girl, Kyra. She's an American teen. She's traveled all the way to Australia to prove herself at the prestigious Cariga Gymnastics Academy in Australia. Australia, right. mate. Truth. Is it an American accent in Australia? Yeah, she oh, she's not wow. the
2: only accent. Right. You know, cause all- There's
0: some others, yeah. yeah. And she's had a devastating ACL injury. Dan, so for
4: some for someone so young, yeah, that's yeah, didn't you know that that she's out the World Cup there, isn't she? It it would have
0: been well. It is a young person sport, to be fair, gymnast. It it would
4: have been good to
2: have Pete here because renowned gymnast that he is. Yes, he's he's done done his knee a few times. Both knees, yeah, uh, ACLs, and one repaired by like Harley Street,
4: you know, like Premier. But he he had any other
2: one done by a vet. But I know by by but one of the butchers. It's like couldn't be more different. Like it's so bad. But
4: he he had his done, so he could be a gymnast, didn't yeah.
2: yes. he? Yeah, he's so fleet of foot. Yeah. yeah.
4: So we're introduced to her making a little
0: video talking about how she's a little bit homesick to her mum back home, and then there's a training session where we're introduced to all of the main girls. Kyra, obviously, but then there's Kylie, Tess, and Lily and all a- competing. Australian called Kylie. Yeah. Wow. Who would have thought? Mm. And competing and yet being teammates too. Then there's Rosie who turns up. Hey, up, Chuck. Yeah,
2: thick. <laughs> North Yorkshire really? accent. She okay. says bye heck when she's bye heck. She's rooming with. Is it the girl Tess, who's having a I hard think. time? Or the,
0: Oh yeah, uh, no, Kylie. I think it might be. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting notes of like Daphne from heck. Frasier.
2: Yes, it is a bit like that. It's so incongruous with the rest of the accent. I thought
0: she was a general. We need a northerner to listen and tell her what tell us what they think.
4: Any any Sheila's in there?
2: Yeah. yeah, so there's, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's not the best writing in the way. It's a fucking kid scene. Right?
0: Oh, no, I, no. Gonna, uh-huh. uh, wow. Yeah. Okay, you're, but you're talking but, but you Emmys. You get
2: all the, you get all these so there's, the, you know, the hardworking one. There's the one who's, yeah. home there, there's the bitchy one. And that's what this one is about. So there's a new coach. And she's brought with her some students from her old gaff, yeah. And she is favoring them. Well, that's the told.
0: accusation that they are fa- some favoritism. Cobra Kai and Miyagi, go! she admits again. Right.
2: She's she's giving after hours coaching to yeah. Kyra, yeah. to help strengthen her knee and blah blah blah. And the but girl, she is
0: herself an Olympic hopeful. I don't know whether you knew that. No, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, Maddy. So she's also got things on the line. She
2: gets a pep talk from the boss, of Coach the place, Jamie, the, the head coach, Coach Jamie. But the the girl, what's the name of the girl who's getting feels like she's getting hard hard done by with Tess. Me. Tess, right at the start, she she voices the opinion that her scores are being unfairly harshly marked. Mm. Yeah, and they have an internal competition. They do, and an independent
4: adjudicator.
2: She's really docked points quite severely. I thought it was harsh. There's one where yeah. she, they they show her foot, and I didn't to me it wasn't clear you needed var to see if she stepped out of the arena she well i didn't know what the that.
0: if you've got a foot on the line is that
4: out or on not? the line oh, is is it. out is i it? think I in don't gym know. yeah I'm you need sure. to be inside so, the line. well she was out then she, well, she, was, she was out. Running.
2: and so there's three disciplines that they do and i think she gets like 8 point something in all of them and it did feel like the the bird was being a mega bitch cuz she only sort of actively tutted or or shook her head at her no one else and everyone else is getting nine
0: point something and she's fucking outraged and in the end there's a load of emotions and stuff but coach jamie puts his hand up and says my fault But
2: first of all she fucking tears into her this girl like really like has like just fucking like massive tantrum at the at the bird doing the scoring and i was thinking if it's kid at our daughter's school spoke to yeah woodward like like, you're out yeah these
0: girls are a bit older though i guess
2: Uh, And so they kind of placate her by saying, yeah, you're right.
0: well it's just a load of emotions and stuff at this point isn't
2: it the the head coach guy goes oh it's probably my fault because i yeah
0: perceived coaching you know bias and judging bias and that sort of thing so i i set her up to fail type thing but also tess you shouldn't be such a dick when you get feedback you know so it's all sort of fairly yeah and then the
2: lady does say to kyra said look you know we have it's true that we have been having these after hours for whatever reason those are going to have to stop. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to have the same treatment as everyone else. And so they kind of resolve it like that. And then the girl who's been fucking or been in such a bitch, buys them all an ice cream. And then the one who Kylie, I think it is, yeah. is who's been homesick. She fucks the whole she thing She goes off. home. She says she drops the bombshell.
0: This is only episode. It's only episode two, wow. Dan. She Clip-hanger. says to them, I'm, fucking I'm going home. And all... she is gone, confirmed gone. So so she he says, is, You're all
2: cunts. I'm out. Yeah. Is
4: she good? Was she a good. No, she, she, no. she's not. Right.
2: It's the right call.
0: Right. It wasn't for her. So, yeah. They're, right, so-, so, good plot twists in this. I think quite decent writing. It's better a bit like than- Games
4: of Thrones. They're <laughs> just dying off early. It wasn't bit. so much like Game of Thrones. No, okay.
2: There weren't as many dragons in this.
4: It was more like, it's a,
0: right, this was, if I had to compare it to anything, it's like that fucking shit that we watched, like Free Rain or it's whatever. Exactly. But free this is a million times better because there's not so many boys in the cast, so they don't have loads right. of love interest stuff. You're out of your There's element. one, there's just Bradley. It's right. It's exactly the
2: same with Free Rain, but just. Substitute horses for no, gymnastics. because in pre reign they're
0: all talk, always talking about like boys and relationships and stuff. Here, right? This there's... is about competing and teamwork and stuff. It's like rubbish. It is there's, no. There's a bit <clears throat> in this when they're
2: in between gymnastics sessions, they're walking through the corridor and they're talking. That's about the Kane. one scene with Bradley, but you know there's gonna be a million more because I've got I've snipped that cast and he's in the top eight, so there's gonna be loads of it, and they're going to the pictures and hes he obviously fancies Kyra so yeah. he goes up to her, and goes, oh, everyone going to the pictures this weekend and she's like, no dickhead, I've got gymnastics to do, I've got to work on my knee and my core and I guess, oh, I just love your dedication and I fucking puked. Oh, no one's ever spoken <laughs> like that. Like nothing in it is how
0: teenagers speak to each other. Just nothing. Well, I was always like that. I
4: was no. You weren't. no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this was good. So how we didn't do it for you and we never really hear as how accurate it was. How accurate do we think this was as a Zero percent accuracy. Hundred percent I'm going for. So <laughs> split that somewhere
4: in between there. <laughs> I'll I see think if we should watch s episode 3 Yeah, it. I'll see if um Nelly fancies this and um I can then chip in with my two cents worth. Mm.
2: I think Nelly would probably get a kick out of it. Okay. Right. I think I'm worried that my
4: if I had watched it with my daughter, she would have liked it. The, well, my this is the other, absolutely loves this. This, this is, this is the danger that we watch something that they actually like and then I'm roped into oh, it. Nelly will be well into this. Your
0: eldest will be well into this.
4: Right. I'll <laughs> I'll take it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, no, I'm not. <laughs> I know it's too tempting. I just steered away from those yeah, jokes, yeah. really, except it's, for it, getting like, beat in the intro. It's not completely terrible. Wow, well, we're back okay. on Free Rain, and to me they're just identical. They're just, no, this is better than Free Rain, and the Investigators. Those two were pretty horrible, and the, these this was all right. Right, okay, strong recommend. Strong recommend, yeah.
4: It kind of brings us to the end of another COD episode. Mm. Yeah. Uh, anyone know who's nominating?
1: I believe it's someone in this room. I've got two movies ready, but I don't know if Riggs has anything. Nope. I don't have a top five for them, but Riggs I will... Riggs these ones.
0: But I, This was me. Oh,
1: no, was, was it? All well, right. It it sounds like my hand shoe, Chris. I, if you've I, got it ready... I don't have a top five for them, but I will come up with something by tomorrow, mid, like lunchtime. That At will the the uh, The first one is A Prayer Before Dawn, which is, because I'm going to Thailand next week, it's, it's a, a real portrait of an an actual thing that happened mm, right. and is this scouse guy that goes to Thailand, gets into trouble, ends up in prison and it's, it's thing, is it? he's yeah. a boxer. Alright. And he ends up uh, I am not gonna tell you more. Yeah watch it. But it's 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 called The Prayer Before Dawn. French. And you can get it on Amazon Prime for three forty nine and it's three pound forty nine. Yeah. Great unless you're playing a Euro Sterling. Euro. and uh, also if you're paying euros or or yen it's it's a different currency i don't really know it Johnny yen. but the second one is michael shannon chris evans and ray liotta movie which is also on amazon prime is called the iceman
0: all right okay and i kept right.
1: talking about this movie and it's based on a real person richard iceman. richard kuklinski
2: okay oh yeah, yeah i remember you talking about it. okay cool Alright. Okay. Cool.
0: so what's so the theme here it's real real stuff because this was based on a true story based on a true story we've already done top, top five, five real things on, yeah top five real things yeah okay, okay we'll
2: figure it out but that's good yeah that's a great that's start norms. yeah i've got a couple lined up as well so i'll
1: do next okay i've got a real old school <laughs> oh you're gonna hate there i think they're both <laughs> 2017 but oh no the iceman is i think a bit older than that Okay, but a prayer before dawn is definitely two thousand. I oh, need so. a kids thing. Hey, hang on, are you here? Next week, yes, Monday. Right, okay. I leave on Wednesday. Okay,
2: cool. Right, boom. Lovely. All that remains is to say, Sadi so signing out. Could
4: Chris be- is done. Yeah, yeah, me too. And Dan's gone.
0: Boom. <laughs>